That was a bit of guitar for a Sunday morning, wasn't it? Welcome to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM. Please excuse my slightly lower voice this morning. I was out late last night at the Novus dinner. Uh, We've got lots to tell you about that later today. If you haven't joined us before, this show covers health and well-being through connection to people. People in our community and people beyond who share with us their experiences, their decision-making and consequences, and regardless of age, their innate wisdom. And by discerning and getting a sense of what is transferable from what these guests share, we can choose to apply the relevant aspects in our lives and in our community and develop programs that found a more sustainable, loving and heartfelt way to be with each other, thereby improving our physical and our mental health. And today's show is about Rotaract and about Novus. Um, Rotaract is, you know, what is it? Who is it for? What opportunities does it offer in life? And, well, uh, Rosary, well, the Novus dinner was last night and um, we can tell you how you can get involved for next year. We're going to do a a review with Janelle, who is sitting opposite me, but I'll introduce her later when, after we've heard a little bit from my guest that I interviewed earlier this week, a young um, Rotarian but also a member of Rotaract. She works for a local pharmaceutical company, but discovered what she wanted to do through a Rotary-sponsored opportunity in Year 10. Her name is Rebecca Fry. She is um, a dynamic woman, as I hope you will discover today. It's lovely to be here. I first actually got involved in Rotary back when I was in Year 11. My science teacher at the time for chemistry asked me and my class if we would like to apply for the National Youth Science Forum. And I was the... uh, the sucker, I'll say, <laughs> who said that they would spend uh, two weeks of their holidays at science camp. But I am so fortunate to have been selected for that program and to have spent that time at NYSF um, because it was two of the best weeks of my life and certainly changed the trajectory of my life. And the way that Rotary is involved is that they select and sponsor candidates across the country to attend. And so essentially I attended my first Rotary meeting. I was involved in district uh, selections and then was fortunate enough actually to then start to get involved in some of Rotary's other programs, um, including Rotaract and uh, RILA as well. So it all began with science camp. How fantastic. And as you say, it's great to say yes to some of those opportunities that come your way because you never know where they'll lead. Absolutely. That was actually a piece of advice that I used to give as a result of that experience because there was no way that I knew that science camp was uh, actually going to lead to my ongoing involvement Um, including being selected to represent Australia over in South Africa at National Science Week. That's kind of how it all then continued to build. But yes, a a decision to attend science camp led to Africa, essentially, and then to multiple other international leadership opportunities as well. Amazing. Now, um, you mentioned Rotaract. What is Rotaract about? 
Yeah, so Rotaract is a community service organisation similar to Rotary in that sense. The differentiating factor is that Rotaract is for 18 to 30-year-olds. So generally students, young leaders and young professionals and within it being a community service organisation, members get involved in professional development events, uh, volunteering within the community, fundraising and a whole host of different projects, um, both locally and internationally. And then there's always the element of fun and social networking in there as well. So essentially, it's a group of young people coming together to improve their local and international community. I think one of the great things about Rotaract is the diversity that we're seeing across the organisation. So some clubs, uh, so yes, it is a club-based organisation. Um, some clubs are university clubs, though, and mainly focused on university students. So a lot of the initiatives that they'll do will be essentially centred around, you know, volunteering and fundraising events on campus and working with other societies as well, um, as well as then doing some professional development from, I guess, an early career perspective. So it might be resume writing or interview skills or things like that. Then it, there are also clubs that are community or young professionals focused and those clubs are not always, but, um, you know, can be involved in some much larger um, fundraising and project management events as well. And I guess that's where some of the members are, I guess they do have early professional experience um, in a whole host of different areas. And so you'll see uh, more of those clubs running their own their own projects, so identifying a community need, establishing what it would be the solution to solve that need and then fundraising for that project and and solving um, and basically concluding of that project to improve the community. I think one of the advantages of Rotaract as well, um, so I do have people ask me, why does Rotaract need to exist? Why can't people just join Rotary? I think the key thing is actually leadership. So we do have the ability for people to be leaders, not just at club level, but at a kind of a regional level and also a national level as well. And that's certainly not experience that they would be getting so young or be challenging to get that experience so young um, in a Rotary Club because a lot of those national positions are reserved for people who've been in Rotary for quite a period of time. Yes, and it seems to me that that this is what Ryla and some of the other projects that Rotary support young people in. It's about creating leaders and, and supporting people to see their talents and their skills and how they can be of service in uh, their community and to humanity. And it, as you say, if it's on a large playing field, that, that leadership practice that they've you know, they, they've walked, they've planted the seed, they've watered the seed, and actually to be able to nurture that, it needs a slightly smaller environment, which is the Rotaract. Absolutely. And I think one of the ways to look at Rotaract in that sense is that Rotaract is actually a platform for you to create whatever change you want to see in the world. So whether you're passionate about animals or passionate about women's rights or homelessness or even passionate about your own professional development and empowering the youth of, of today, 
you have the ability to utilise Rotaract and Rotary to be able to focus on the events that you're you're passionate about. I think that's what makes Rotaract quite unique because other almost any other charity has quite a strong focus area. So you know that when you volunteer with the RSPCA, you will be um, assisting shelters and, and animals and so forth. And similar for other charities as well. Whereas Rotaract has that diversity and flexibility to really be shaped and transformed into what you want it to look like. And I think that's kind of the, the uniqueness of the organisation. Are there conferences for Rotaract members? Absolutely. There's conferences at national and international levels. Every year we hold what's called the Australian Rotaract Conference and it moves around Australia. We It was actually held in Sydney last year, which was a nice local opportunity. There's, um, there's a whole host of conferences held around the world. One of the um, biggest conferences is the Rotaract Pre-Convention, which is held in partnership with the annual Rotary International Convention. So I'm actually heading to Toronto in about six weeks' time with about 20 other Australian Rotaractors for the Rotaract Pre-Convention and there's a number of us who will be speaking at that event as well. In addition to the international, um, the, or sorry, the international pre-convention event, there's also some uh, conferences closer to home, but are still international. So that we also have the um, Asia Pacific Regional Rotaract Conference, and that shifts around the APAC region. And this year, it's going to be in the Philippines. So there's so much opportunity to travel and meet people from overseas. Um, they're just two of the most relevant conferences, but there's a whole host that happen right across the world um, every year, which, again, is, is such an incredible opportunity. It's not all serious, is it? There's a lot of fun in it as well. <laughs> I've heard that you have trivia nights and you've got the Rotaract games. and Absolutely. So I think we recognise that a lot of uh, people become... I guess, um, involved and attached to organisations where they feel a sense of belonging and that sense of belonging is created when they've got, when the people that they're working with are their friends, not just their colleagues. Um, so to that effect, we do a whole host of social events. And again, that's on a local, regional and, and national level. We host, um, so yes, we host Australian Rotaract Games each year, which is a much more scaled down event to the University Games events that's held, but a similar concept. And earlier this year, well, this year is actually Rotaract's 50th birthday in the world. And so we've actually seen birthday parties and celebrations all around the world, all around Australia and locally. Just uh, two months ago, we had 130 people come together in Sydney from right across Australia to for our national 50th birthday celebration. But yeah, it doesn't look it doesn't have to be our birthday for us to have fun. Yeah. A lot of our social events um, do happen in conjunction with. Um, either fundraising or other events associated with the community. So whether that's, there's a couple of different um, 
restaurants in the city that are run by volunteers and the money that is um, spent on your meal actually goes towards feeding people from low socioeconomic areas who come in and and can't afford to pay for a meal. So sometimes we'll do social events like that. Um, So Lentil as Anything is a particularly popular one in Newtown. Um, So, yeah, sometimes we'll do things like that where there's there's an awareness piece as well as as a fun element as well. Um, But we've also got collaboration across our Rotaract clubs. I know that uh, clubs within uh, Macquarie Park and the uh, Northern Beaches and and Sydney City are looking at an event called Cocktails for a Cause at the moment. Um, So they're in the planning of that so that we can raise money for a good cause while having a good time. You've told us a little bit about your story. What is your plan for your career in your life? Has it changed because of what you've done? Has it shaped what you'd like to do? That's actually a really interesting question. It is uh, My involvement in Rotary has actually directly affected my career. Um, so I mentioned before about the National Youth Science Forum, and that's a program for students looking to pursue careers in STEM. And that's where I started. I, I started in science technical positions, particularly in the pharmaceutical industry. And it was actually my involvement in Rotary that I realized I had a much stronger calling for wanting to create a positive impact on the world. And I actually shifted then from science technical based roles into corporate social responsibility or um, community impact as it's starting to be called now. Um, So I work with Um, From a professional perspective, I work with community partners day in, day out. I um, encourage employee volunteering and develop events and programs in and around that. Um, I work, my company also does product donations um, and those products go towards organizations uh, that are working with vulnerable or people experiencing vulnerability as well. And we do a lot in the Indigenous health space as well so it's actually become uh, quite a huge part of my life and it's fascinating to see as time goes on how my rotary and uh, Johnson and Johnson lives collide um, because J&J actually does have some rotary partners as well so it's um it's quite incredible really there's uh it's there's no doubt I would uh, not be sitting in my office or my desk in my office at J&J if not for Rotary, and I'm so thankful for that. That's amazing. A great, a, a great example of how, as you say, one choice in year 11, one decision to go on a camp has, has influenced where you've ended up being, you know, for now, and actually understanding that you wanted to do social impact and community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a scenario that's growing both with, um, so if you look at millennials, there's a huge... Um, I guess, identified element of millennials that they do want to create an impact on the world, that they do ask questions, you know, what will, what, yeah, what will my lasting impact on the world be? And similarly, um, the organi- they're holding, they and other consumers are holding organisations more responsible for what their community impact um, is as well and how they're benefiting the communities that they work in. 
And again, I think the great thing about Rotor Act and Rotary is that a lot of millennials do want to change the world, but don't necessarily know how. Mm. While Rotary has the framework and it's about getting the message out there that the framework exists, the opportunities exist, the leadership and the mentoring exists. And it's really, it's really a match made in heaven. It's just trying to actually connect the two um, in, in the current world. Um, any other top tips for if someone wants to get involved in Ryla, how would they do that? Yeah, so Ryla is the Rotary Youth Leadership Award. It's a one-week program for 18 to about 28-year-olds, but there is a little bit of flexibility there. The Ryla programs in Sydney are both run in January each year, and it's as simple as reaching out to your local Rotary Club. So literally jump on Google, um, Rotary Clubs near me, and you'll be able to find your nearest club. Contact them and let them know that you are a young person who is interested in uh, developing your leadership skills and in community uh, leadership in particular. And let them know that you've heard about Ryla and are interested in getting involved. Applications for next year will probably open around the September mark. So we've got a few months before then, but they would be thrilled to know that there are some people who are keen already to be part of that program. There's such a great opportunity for every age to be able to take advantage of some of the leadership programs and the the confidence building programs that Rotary run. Absolutely, Lucy. And I think that's probably the most common thing that we see is just how people's confidence is transformed, their skills and their knowledge um, really does assist them, not just from a personal perspective, but from a professional experience as well. I know that the promotions that I've received in my career have mostly been due to my rotary experience because I've had the opportunity to manage people and manage projects at an age that most people don't get um, get professionally. So there's so many things out there, um, so many different programs that Rotary is investing in young people and it's really just about finding out what would suit you most and suits your career goals and then getting involved. You really don't have much to, much to lose at all. Wonderful. Now, if they want to join Rotaract, how would they do that? Yes. So uh, what I would do is jump online the, onto the Rotaract Australia website, which is www.rotaract.org.au. We have a club search finder on that site as well, and that will tell you what your local club is. Um, reach out to them, um, but also jump on our Facebook page as well and our Facebook group. So um, just Australian Rotaract or Rotaract in Australia and um, yeah feel free to send us a message and we'll connect you up with um, some of our local clubs. One of the things that I'd really encourage and I think isn't done enough is that when people attend a Rotaract club they kind of assume that they're all the same and I think it's really important again both for Rotaract and Rotary um, to actually try a few different clubs and make sure that you find one that fits in with you and your needs um, and that you feel like you can create and contribute value to as well. So I'd, I'd recommend a bit of a, a try before you buy so that you can find the right club um, and then it would be a, a situation of 
speaking with their leadership team about becoming a member. I think that's such a great point about try before you buy and it's, it, it's something that we try and encourage young people to do in a counselling session as well. It's like saying don't just presume that the first counsellor you come across mm. is going to be the counsellor that's going to get you. And you know in, in, in a, an organisation that is as large as Rotaract or Rotary, they're going to have different styles and you just got to find the one that you feel the most at ease in and then go for it. Absolutely. And with the digital age that we live in as well, we're even starting to see clubs that are meeting online. Um, so they're called e-clubs. Yeah. yeah. So my, I am actually a member of Rotary as well as Rotaract. So you can be a dual member. And But the Rotary club that I've joined is an e-club uh, based in Silicon Valley. So I'm connected, yeah, so I'm connected to a whole bunch of young professionals in the Bay Area, but around the world because they have a global membership as well. So you're not only limited to your local area. Um, and I think the reason, one of the big reasons that I joined that club as well was um, really just around my schedule. So yeah. being in an online club, um, I can tune into my weekly meeting at any time that, me um and yeah so there's times when I'm whether it's you know tidying my room or commuting to work or you know brushing my hair that I'm actually engaging in my in my Rotaract club um or sorry my Rotary club yeah so yeah it's it's making it's really making um sure that yeah Rotaract and Rotary is working working for you um I know a lot of people are you know very busy and I'll say they they don't have time um but it's really just about understanding what's important to you and um yeah i guess making that time um where clubs are also trying to be more flexible as well so it's certainly not rigid in terms of you know you need to come to every single meeting or you know we don't consider you a member it's really about um having a variety of opportunities for people wonderful look rebecca it's been beautiful talking to you i've learned so much and i'm Gosh, uh, I, I, I think it's very exciting that the, um, the, the opportunities that are available um, are as prolific as they are. And as you say, it's, it's not just in our neighbourhood. We can you know, join online and, and keep it online and actually make international connections that, again, might, might mean that you get to travel the world. And when you do travel the world, you get to visit some people that you know along the way. Without doubt, oh, so many of my, so much of my network is actually overseas now, and everyone is so warm and welcoming um, when you are travelling. Um, that I've almost, I, I honestly do have, you know, friends all around the world in every city, and there's always someone that you know you can either stay with or catch up with for coffee. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a beautiful organisation to be part of. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Rebecca Fry is pretty inspiring, isn't she? Gosh, um, I really love doing that interview. Now, my guest in the studio today is Janelle Spate. Welcome. Yes, good morning, Lucy. Now, you're PR and Marketing Chair of Rotary Club of Wurunga, 2016 to 2019. You're also President of MIX, which is the Multicultural Integration Community Support, and now also on the Hornsby Kurungai Networking Committee as their Secretary. Now, that yes. is... All the services in the area, 
like Mission Australia, the Rotary, um, NDIS, all those kinds of services, um, street work. Yeah, yeah, vital. Relationships Australia. Yes. yes. I mean, it. it's the the Nine web of shows. connection, yes. isn't it? Yes, yes. Well, all and them. we all, you know, some of us have the same people that look after, so um, mostly called clients, but, um, you know, we all help and look after the same people so we can check on people and make sure that they're doing okay in the community. Yes. And then we're sharing information so people can... Uh, go to, you know, services and events and, you know, it's not all serious either. We There's some fun things that people can go to and we share that information. Uh, that's so important. That that com- It's the community supporting the community. So we talk about the village raising a child. This is the village still staying engaged with the client, yes. uh, with, yes. the, with the family that, that we are mm. actually in the community. Yes. Exactly. Beautiful. Now, um, last night, last oh, night was Nova. Fantastic. Great Gatsby theme. Yes, and there were so many people there dressed up yes. beautifully. Yes. And, you know, I walked past people and didn't recognise them. And people, I said hello and they like looked at me and smiled. And then I thought, oh, everybody looks so different. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Yes. I was saying hello to people. And you know, I don't I don't dress up like that very often. No. And I'd forgotten I had something on my head because it's kind of on your head and you're not looking at yourself, you forget. But clearly we look different. Yes. And there'll be some great photos, you know, on the Rotary Club of Warunga's um, Facebook page and the Novus foundation yes. you know instagram and the website so well we have look out for they that. should do and we have our picture which i'll put up on this you know to for, for this show so they'll be able to see yeah. what we're talking yes. about yes that was very cool now um what is novus about janelle um well the novus foundation was uh started in around 2006 and it was Gary Webb was the president of the Rotary Club of Warunga at that time from 2005 and 2006. And he he wanted to really get the club moving with some, you know, helping youth in the community. And so he got together with Phil McCarroll from the uh, McCarroll Automotive Group um, and also uh, Dr Leon Clark, who was a member of our Rotary Club, and Peter Smith is a big part of that as well. And they got together and, um, you know, started the Novus Foundation. They weren't sure how big that was going to grow. And the Sand Hospital also got involved. And from that, you know, the Novus Foundation was created. And to date, they've raised over $1.5 million wow. for youth projects. Now, after last night, will be a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, but it's done wonderful things and it's gotten very big and it was held out at Miramar Gardens last night and they're wonderful, the Miramar Gardens people, you know, so... Uh, great support. It great was a beautiful support, venue. Beautiful location. The food was wonderful. Yes. The the service was just warm and friendly. We had one spot missing off our table. We had nine, but we had ten people attending and you know they <laughs> running around trying to find that chair <laughs> but they did it with grace and um you know the 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 food was was lovely yes and beautifully decorated and the whole yeah. atmosphere was Gatsby and the band was wonderful weren't they yes and the th- three undercover tenors 
Yes, three undercover tenors. I knew it was a plant, sleep. but I was just, I thought the way they did the plant was actually very clever. Yes. And Jean Kitson, of course, she was yes. the MC of the evening. She did really well because, yes. you know, the events like that, people just don't listen. They're rude. And I love the way she kept going, shh. <laughs> yes, I think she thought she was at home with her children. She was like, shh. <laughs> yes. And then finally was someone funny. would say, be quiet. She goes, thank you. <laughs> no, but there was wonderful people out there last night who supported the silent auctions and the live auctions. Yeah. And, you know, there were some great prizes donated. Yeah, a few like, people going to Bali. Yes. Yes. Uh, Thailand. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think there was a cruise in France. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 um, the, the Brittany scenic. or the, the, yes. Yes. the scenic cruise. Yeah. Yeah, some wonderful, wonderful prizes. And, um, you know, Phil McCarroll's really been a strong supporter over the years and he was there last night and, and, and said a few words on stage. Lovely speaking voice. He has a beautiful, gentle yes. nature. Yes, He, he actually, I noticed... He's a good dancer too, I noticed. I did not <laughs> see that. I just, um, I just saw someone who... Uh, you know, bearing in mind his industry is car sales. Yes. He was not selling us anything last night. He presented what the Novus did and the opportunity for us all to contribute as he has contributed over the years and a a great many people in that room have. But there was something different about him that I just, you know, he, he, he... Big heart. Yeah, yes. big heart. And and that's just it. It's a community. Yes. You know, he was very much part of that. So, yes. you know, massive thank you to Phil and his team and, and everybody on that board and everyone actually who turned up last night yes. and, and joined in the fun because even turning up cost something. Yes, that's right. And, you know, QBE is one of our biggest supporters too. So uh, they were there and, you know, they've been great over the years supporting and you know the sand hospital um and just the amount of investment that they yeah put in is fantastic and they really are caring about the community in so many ways yes you know well we're talking prevention here yes you know a lot of the money that this goes to it it goes to um programs that are some of some of them prevention, but the majority of them are actually dealing with crisis situations, and that's where um, there's a really nice balance in there with the Australasian Research Institute. I thought I got that institute right yes. rather than Foundation Institute. Um, you know, looking at why people are getting anxiety and how and what's happening in the brain and yes. how they can you know. And it's so interesting when Dr. Ross Grant. Who's a lovely person? Yes, and he's he, been on this show a couple yes. of times. Big, big favourite. <laughs> um, and he was speaking. He's ageless as well. I mm-hmm. don't know his secret, but <laughs> uh, he he spoke about you know when adolescents have depression or anxiety, and if you help them early enough, the brain can actually you know almost reverse that sort of situation. So, yeah. Um, but he that he, sort of research is amazing to is. know that instead of writing young people off, yes, like often Which, used to happen. Well, do you know that um, in terms of investment, there is a it's really difficult for me to out where this comes from, so I I, I won't. But I will say that um, 
in terms of funding, where people put their funding, they are far more likely to put it in in uh, maternal health, in early childhood, because by the time you get to teens, the turnaround trajectory is too hard, so they don't value. They think that by the time, if they're, if they're going off the rails at teenagers, that's it. Yes. That to me so wrong. is so wrong. It yes. gets my blood boiling. It gets that is what gets me out of bed to go. You know what? No, these are people who who can who have so much to offer life. Yes. They just don't like what we're offering. Yes. What we're showing them is life. They're they're going. You know what? No, thank you. And, and they're anxious because the they don't generation know. Does yeah. because they've got new ideas and they're, they're ready to save the world and yes. all those sorts of things. But they're they just don't have that kind of maturity that we're expecting of them. And we often expect we too do. much of them in that way. Well, we expect them to be able to cope with the the lies and corruption that we've taken as normal. And I think yes. children have the ability to, to do the emperor's new clothes really well. That's not logical. Why, you, why do you say that that's normal when clearly it isn't? And, you know, domestic abuse, that's not love. Why are you saying that's love? Yes. Okay, but it's actually growing so fast and it uh, do you know what I mean that's what I love about teenagers is there's an honesty that we must never write them off ever 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 no and you know I'm sure we've all done something we haven't been proud of in our life yep and then to say that somebody you know is written off after one thing if we can get them back on the right track and show them that they are loved yeah and that you know life's not over for them no love love is the key ingredient. Yes. No judgment. Yes. Unconditional. Walking beside you. Yes. You can choose what you want, but I'm I'm walking beside you when yes. you want to choose something different. Ah. Oh, Forget awesome. that. See your your potential rather than what you've done. Mm. You know, of course, be responsible for what you've done. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not your whole life. Like there's so much potential for each young person. There is. My guest in the studio is Janelle Spate. Janelle is PR and marketing chair for Rotary Club of Wurunga, also president of Mix, and uh, now also on the Hornsby Kuringai Networking Committee as their secretary, which I have to say is uh, probably one of the most enormous jobs. But um, I know that you are fully up to it. It's, as you say, it's almost an extension of what you're doing in the community yes, anyway. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's what's so lovely, right? <laughs> uh, now, last night, Janelle and I went to the Novus Foundation dinner, their gala dinner. It had a great Gatsby theme. Um, my head is pounding this morning, and I don't drink alcohol, but we've discovered that uh, my uh, my attempt to stay awake substantially later than I normally do, I was drinking the lemon squash. And the lemon squash has uh, more sugar in it than I'm used to having, but also has caffeine. Like, go figure. (laughs) Anyway, so... Plus, we had tight headbands on. (laughs) Yes. Mine actually just sat there, but with lots of hair grits, but it was just so much fun. Uh, But, yeah, the sugar was what what walloped me and and the caffeine, because I just don't normally touch it. My body has never tolerated caffeine. But um, the sugar side of things is a is something I've been clear of in my body for a little yes, while. So sugar's not it, great. Yeah, and it's lovely to feel that from the body because now I know the next time I want to stay out late, the answer isn't to drink sugar. That no. as much as my brain was telling me, yeah, this is what's going to get you through. No, 
because you're going to feel like you've been run over by a 10-ton truck the yes. next morning. Yes. I love the body. And the 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 other person who has really taught me that is Dr. Ross. And that it, that's really one of the things that Dr. Ross from the Australasian uh, Research Institute brought to the station and brought to the show that he he often will say that the body knows so much about how it responds to food and to what you're drinking and what you're ingesting yes. and how you're treating it. And how much it affects the brain. How much it affects the brain. And that's right, and the mental health side of things. Yes. So I have no doubt that the um, he was saying yesterday, you know, that without the money that comes from organizations like Novus, that research wouldn't be able to happen. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And they're doing so much research now with postnatal depression. Yes. You know, and and, you know, diseases of the brain with the elderly and, yeah. and all sorts of things, but and the adolescents. Yeah. So I mean he they're often, doing amazing work. Yeah. You know, and they're and they're located at the San, you know, that so Yes. Wonderful to have yeah, it's kind of, local. Yeah, and it's exactly. part of that San family, and so the the San can actually give back. Um, I mean, I I love the way they support the Novus Dinner by bringing as many tables as yes, they do. Yes, that's right. Yes, to be Brett able to support and that. Denise were there last night, and Karen Gare and. And Brett's the acting CEO of the SAN. And Karen Gare's new, isn't she? Yes, she is. And she was just thrown into the organising. So she looked after the auction pages um, and she did a wonderful job. I don't think she knew what she was in for, but working full-time and then also helping, you know, the Rotary Club of Warunga. So she's just become a new member, which we love having her on board. And that helps with the connection with it the does. SAN as well, that we can sort of, you know, help each other and we have a lot of joint things together. I have to say a big shout out to Barbara Ward, who has done that for a great many years. Yes. And I, I think this year they realised quite how much she did. Yes. and how, Because she was a massive tour de force, you know, in the sense that what she managed to pull together with her connections made it look effortless. Yes. And I, I would say that we all have something to learn about people who make something look effortless. Yes. Is don't underestimate quite what they're bringing. Yes. So don't take advantage of it and then you don't lose it. And, you know, yeah. we, we all need to evolve and go on to different projects, but it's appreciating the people in organisations like Rotary, in organisations, in companies of of the the quality that you've got working yes. there and what and quite what they're doing. Yeah, that's, that's right. So another person obviously was Gary Webb who who started this and was was thanked openly last night. Yes. It was beautiful. And we miss Gary so much and yeah. Gary's lovely wife Lynn was there last night. Yeah. She's just, you know, a shining light as well. And we are actually planting a tree in honor of Earth Day. Um, which was right. on the 22nd of April at the Sand. Yes. Um, and the reason why it hasn't been done before the 22nd of April, um, this is in memory of Gary, yeah. um, is because we're also getting, you know, a, a seating, a table and seat oh, there for, lovely. you know, the patients that are around that area so they can yeah. sit there and look at the beautiful tree that will be in memory of Gary Webb. 
So we'll be having a little ceremony up at the sand for that. So and the sand were very welcoming and open about that and um, our club looking forward to going up there. So it, Lynn and her children will be coming along, their family. And well, it'll be lovely, lovely. to see be a lot there. of tears, yeah. you know, for Gary. And he was such a funny, you know, warm, welcoming man, the most dry sense of humour. No, it's funny, though. Um, there's a balance, isn't there? We miss the person, but he's left such a an imprint and a footprint yes. that actually he's with us constantly. That's right. So many of the projects have his essence in them or foundation in them that actually he's not really left he's he's still so much with us if we choose to yes, embrace it that presence. way yeah it's big the presence. love again and the yeah love, yes yeah you know, so it's lovely so the other um the other ones that we learned about last night were open heart international which again goes through the sydney adventist hospital and provides volunteer medical nursing and allied health professionals for medical and surgical projects in developing countries where men women and children otherwise have restricted or no access to that medical yes. treatment that's right. Small babies, you know, often just have like a little minor heart defect that here is just a simple operation mm-hmm. and there they have access to no um, medical facilities at yeah. all. So these doctors not only work very, very long hours, but then they volunteer their time and go over to lots of Asian countries mm. and even parts of you know, Europe now and do these operations in their holidays and everything. Wow. Yeah, volunteering and then, you know, come straight back and go back to work. So, And I noticed there's an element of training because in the video last night they said what makes our hearts sing is hearing that they've they've carried on performing the same operation. Yes. So, you know, someone may be the lead um, surgeon, but there are they have brought in the locals who are there and who have to live that day in day out to be able to uh, operate with that level of integrity and and skill. Yes, uh, yes. long after you know they've gone education, vocational, you know training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sharing the love again. That's right. <laughs> um, now street work was in there. Obviously, I'm a bit. I'm. I'm. I'm a bit biased because yes, passionate about passionate street about street work. Chair of the local council, so and I was a youth worker with them, so yes. I have to put a caveat in there saying that I am amazing work. Yes. <laughs> well, they do. You know, I think what uh, what people don't necessarily know about street work is that they they act like a concierge service really for a young person, but they're working for the young person. Yes. So for the one of the first times in a young person's life who is troubled, you know, they don't work with low risk. They work with medium to high risk. Very often the people that most people would walk Catching away from. Catching them before they fall off the yeah. end. Yeah, and sometimes they've fallen off the end. And, mm. and what we're trying to do is work further upstream. But, you know, these are, these are young people who, again, we must never write off. Yes. Because... Time and time again, I've seen street work work with young people who have gone on to have amazing lives, um, who, to give back incredibly in their community and to have a an awareness of their responsibility yes. and what they bring into their own lives yes. and the, what they're choosing. So there's a responsibility and an accountability that they have abdicated thinking that they're at the on the receiving end of so much injustice in life and what they've been handed. And some of them have been handed really poor lots Mm. in their parents and in their environment. But equally, some of them haven't. 
and and they have just found themselves rejecting what they've been offered, yes. even though it was so much. So it's never a simple case. No, and we've got to remember their brains aren't fully developed. Not at all. Um, and they're often, you know, very bright kids. Absolutely. Either bored or well, they're just finding lost their coping ways. mechanisms. Yeah. Their their coping mechanism for the stress that they're experiencing that they can't express and they don't know how to say, I'm not handling that. They have watched adults and what their coping mechanisms are. And they may be, unfortunately, alcohol and smoking and drugs. And that may be what they have seen as a normal, functional way to cope. And they don't know any other way. They don't. But their brain hasn't developed enough to to think through the consequences of Mm. that. It's... And also because their brain isn't fully developed, that we have the chance to save them. We do. Yes. We absolutely Prevention, do. Yeah, you know, we've so. just got to keep and that going. So the, the You've done amazing work with street work. Well, thank you. You've got the name out there and, yep. you know, Look, it's, out that's to what it is. So. And it's saying that it's all our responsibility. Yep. So the money that street work get for it will go to, to part funding a youth worker that actually will be dedicated to the Hornsby Kuringai area. And the more you can, we can get that model right, and it's the community funding a yes. person in their community to support their community, mm. then they'll be invested in, in being able to support And we live that. in such a beautiful area we do. You know, of the world, so um, investing yeah. in it is very important for yeah. the future and for the future generations. Absolutely. And, and we work very closely with PCYC, the Police Citizens Youth Club. Um, oh, yes, it's we, a fantastic oh, place. It, it, it is... It is the synergy between street work and PCYC is just fantastic. We yeah. love it. And the new building is oh. just beautiful. And yeah. this, I mean, the park Great staff. courts and they've even got Broga up there, which is yoga for men, apparently. Ah, <laughs> Broga. <laughs> Look, I'm, I, they're a great team. They're a lovely bunch of uh, yes. people. Their facilities are amazing. But, you know, when they had their opening, I said, your facilities are just your facilities. Yes. Until you fill it with the with the the um, love of the community and respect that the community come here because it's it yes. is it is a space for them and it's being nurtured and held for them. Well, Where, Rotary right, Club of Baronga are putting in a youth hub yes. in there, so sponsoring the youth yep. hub, which and, is great. And they've actually sponsored uh, youth youth groups for the next two terms to be held in that space. Yes. So, and again, that's a partnership that Streetwork can't fund it just yet because it doesn't have the numbers that would warrant the funding coming from such a tight pool of money in Streetwork and the resources of their um, youth mm. workers. But Rotary say, you know, you turn one, two, three lives around, that's good enough for us. We'll fund it until we can, yes. you know, build yep. that interest. So, And they've got a great little cafe there, the Blue Star oh. Cafe. Very nice food. We actually had a breakfast there recently because we, did. we have breakfast International meetings Day. on Wednesdays yeah. at the Rotary Club, yes. you know, at 7.30. That's right. Um, and, you know, we took our breakfast up the road. For International Women's Day. It was right. a huge event. Yes. Amazing pictures. And, yes, and Joe Carolis. Love that did woman. A, did a lovely, lovely talk there. Now, Joe is going to come on and do a, um, a whole show with us because what she shared that morning, I am kicking myself for not having recorded it. But we're going to bring it to the listeners because what she has lived in her life 
amazing woman. It is amazing woman, and she's done a lot with St. Lucy's, and she's done a lot with um, looking at people for who they are, and not for what their their behaviour or their outside is presenting yes. to the world. Yes. Uh, a, a woman who I feel we have to capture that. Yes. Um, as a lasting memory. So yes. I'm hopefully. And she's got a lovely book with enough love. Yes. 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 Signed copy. Actually, we should actually <laughs> make sure that the people who listen, if they want to win a copy, we should have a question. Yes. So, so that- the PCYC, like, Whenever you go up there, you often see the president, Peter Kirkwood, yeah. or the general manager, David Grant, and just walking around, yes. you know, chatting to all the kids. And, yeah, very know, It's involved. so lovely. And just to have that thing where they're not in their office being, you know, the president and yes. everything. But, you know, they're just in there with the kids. And the local schools are there doing their sports at lunchtime. Yeah. So that's great for all the little kids to... Be exercising. And there's rooms there to hire. And yeah, they've done know. women's futsal. That's taken off like crazy. Yes, and the table tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The table tennis is like it's internationally yes. renowned. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's so much. Anyway, PCYC they they get um, a good. That was their first year to be part of uh, Novus, and um, already what came out of that was that someone's put their hand up to help them make a video because they had a presentation, yes. had a slideshow rather than the video. So someone's already. We need said, to get Peter talking. He's got so much knowledge. You know, he's uh, been involved. Peter talking. PC. He's always talking. We just need him on <laughs> camera talking. Yes, he, he's um, been involved with PCYC for around 30 years yes. so, or even more. And I had him on the show and did a whole show on him. He yeah. is inspiring. In fact, I'll have to link to all of these people that I've had yes. on. Yes, It's a good point. Now, the Rotary Club of Wurunga, um, they, they really uh, focused on their project Rippon last night, which is for Year 10. Now, Year 10 is as we've mentioned all the way through this, it's a crucial year. Around 15, 16 years is when the majority of mental health issues will come up. And once they start, if they're not caught early enough, they can be there for the rest of their lives. So um, really empowering these young people and helping them feel that they have, um, helping them discover their inner talents is something that Ripon do. Um, And we in the community can can uh, contact local Rotary clubs and put forward young people to be sponsored yes, for this particular... Yes. Uh, people can, yes. And and it's very important that schools get in contact with Rotary clubs um, in the area, especially, like, we have a wonderful person, Bob Howe, in our club that was there last night. Ah, uh, Bob champion looked, Bob. Yes. He's got amazing energy. So he drives a lot of the youth projects. Yeah. He's the, um, you know, the leader of the the youth committee and he's just like a little machine. He just keeps going all the time. And he did so oh, much yes. last night. Yes, yes. So we, we're we very proud to have Bob. And, um, you know, Bob helps out with these camps and organises all that sort of thing. So if anybody feels like they're listening from one of the schools yeah. and they think that the school should be involved with their year 10, then, you know, 
they should uh, contact the Rotary Club of Warunga and they can go onto the website and just email the secretary's yeah. address there and then we'll put you in touch with Bob. That's right. Message for Bob. Yes, message for <laughs> Bob. He loves work. <laughs> you know, but he works. I mean, he he he's the he did, does the swimming school at the Bush yes, School, doesn't he? Does. he? My kids would have been in his school. All yes. those years ago, and I would never have known. I know. It always surprises me. He does this and he does that. I mean, so many of the, the Rotarians do, you know, more than I thought people could fit in their day. But it's always... Incredibly generous. ...positive and, and again, getting back, it's the love for the community and helping people. We're going to take a very short break and we're going to come back and we're going to have some thank yous because none of this happens without people. And we had... We had some people helping us this year who ended up a little bit poorly. So we're going to actually say some thank yes, yous and really deeply yes. appreciate uh, how we all pulled together as a team and how I think we learned a lot, a lot about the self-care that we need to have yes. in order to be able to do what we do mm. for Rotary or for any other organisation. Now, the beautiful Christine Biddle put her hand up very early on she to look did. after all the auction prizes. And she was doing multiple things. Multiple things. Yes. In her personal life and yes. in her rotary life. Renovating <laughs> homes. Um, as she ha- she was very um, positive about the International Women's Day work that I was doing. Yes. Um, I just remember her getting up every time going, now... I know that I'm a broken record. Oh, she did the bobbin head cycle classic. She did the bobbin head well. cycle classic, yes. I mean, huh? It's so much work. And I said, Are you sure you're all right? Mm. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah, we must. I think it's funny because we clearly saw she was doing too much. Yes. And but she was like a steam train. Yes. It was very hard. And I think that yes. is a thing with. We have to with, know that about yes. us as women, don't yes. we? Yes. We can be a steam train and not hear when someone's mm. saying, would you like some support? Or actually, do you just need to stop so that someone can see there's a need and, and yes. step in? And she did an amazing job with all amazing. the silent auction yeah. prizes. She built the foundation, didn't she? She did. She for did. So other we... people to step in on. Yes. And then Anne came along. Anne Davidson came along. Beautiful Anne. Beautiful Anne, yes. Lovely spoken woman. Yes. And, uh, yes, and then poor Anne got a little bit ill and yes so we had to step in and you know some of those guys that said they weren't going to be involved this year got a bit thrown in they <laughs> like did. bob and peter smith and yeah so i mean thank you so yes, much very hot and amanda who doesn't amanda, who doesn't yes. really know very much about uh rotary yet miguel who is thinking of joining but uh now is Fully thrown in the oh, deep yes, end. She definitely. has experienced yes, a rotary we. event, um, but yeah, Bob and Peter they they were trying to be a bit more hands off. But that's right yeah. because it's you know letting other people learn the process and be involved and um, you know so stepping aside. But you know they were ready to jump back in. You know. Oh. And always and there, Grace. Terry Hodge and, and Richard Pitt, yes. who was part of the organisation as well with, um, you know, Gary Webb in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. I see, I saw them last night. Terry, beautiful man. It was running around. You could see things weren't going completely according to plan, but no one else would have known. No. No, that's right. I just, because I've seen him and I know him, I could feel that there were some things he was very perturbed about, but the grace of not 
chucking a hissy fit and not throwing that on everyone else was That's amazing. That's right. He, he just keeps a very cool as a cucumber look. He does. But you just see it in his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And, you know, um, the Knox boys who volunteered last yes. night. Yes, and we love to see that. Yeah. And, and Helen Clark. Helen who Clark. Who brought the Knox boys along. Yeah. So when she looks after them all night, you know. Yes, And they does. walked around helping with the live auction. Yes. So that the uh, auctioneer could see who was bidding yes, on them. Fantastic multicolored yes. sticks, and then also I saw at the end they when people were paying for their silent auction prices, they went and got them and 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 handed them over, and it was just they were involved. I was going to bed, and yes. they were still they were oh, still yes, going. they were still there. So Bob brought along some people that he knows from the swimming club. So uh, Adeline Wilson. And um, so she was a volunteer. She's not even part of Rotary or any of the organisations, but she got thrown in. Um, I say thrown in, but they want to be there. They're lovely. And Judith Kane, she's always there helping on, you know, with paying for the goods sitting there. And, of course, our president was there, our lovely, wonderful president, President Sue. Sue Owen. Um, she was running around making sure everybody was happy and okay, I as she does. Yeah. You know, it's a big job, it the is. president job. So, you know, and Barbara Salish, she's always, she was a guest last night, but as usual, Barbara was out checking the silent auctions, making sure all the numbers were there next to the prizes and Barbara's helping at the just end. Such a, I've, I've worked with Barbara over the last little while on all of these different projects. I just, I don't know, they made my heart sing. Yes. All of these people that I've met, I feel like, I just feel like I've, it feels like a family. Yes. It blows blood family out of the water for me because I just feel like we love each other, we care for each other and that's what family is. Yes, that's right. And um, also we mustn't forget John Collins who headed up the leadership of the Novus uh, Committee this year. Good job, John Collins. (laughs) Yes, so he was very, very good. And we also should thank our photographer, Bill Forsythe, who came from district to take photos last night. Oh, good. Yes. And I seem to remember our regular photographer, George, was there taking photographs. I don't know if he, he came during the day. He came during the day, but he couldn't make it last night. So How he sent an SOS out to oh. Karen, our editor. So Karen McCormick, our editor. And and she said, oh, I hope someone's taking photos because George is having the night off. But yes. it was all right. Bill was there from district. and You know, um, George, George has his camera, but he yes. also has a stick that he physically needs to move. So yes. he he hobbles, he, he puts his stick down, he gets his camera, he takes a photograph, he gets, and it's just, I mean, credit to him. amazing, and George good Richards. Pictures. Yes. And George used to write column eight for the wow. Herald wow. many years ago. Lucky and, to, and now I've met him in person. I just, I said, oh, look, I always wondered who George Richards was who wrote Column 8 because you have a wonderful sense of humour. Oh, he's yes. wicked. It's it's fabulous. And loves cricket. So yeah. if you get him talking on cricket, I hope you've got an hour. Well, we had, he was checking out the Invincibles um, auction prize last yes, night to make 1948. sure. 1948. Yes, and he was checking that everybody was correct in there. <laughs> And he said, that's worth a lot more than you've got it as a reserve. Yes, it was beautifully framed. Beautifully framed. Uh, So well done to the person who won that at the silent auction last night.
Yes. And the, and what about the people who donated some of the beautiful frame pictures and yes. paintings? And... And, and painted by people within... I mean, uh, one member of our Rotary Club asked his wife to paint the picture... Um, it was just the botanical the drawing. The botanical drawing. Yes, yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, that was Barry Edmondson. I, I wow, his wife. Yes. So. Well, and she spent hours on yes. it. Yes, botanical drawings very, very time-consuming and yeah. precise. So, well, it was stunning. Yes, but yeah. everybody contributes a piece yes. of love. Yes, mm. it, however big or small. They've taken time to consider, yes. and we can do that in events throughout the year. So That's right. So yeah. I hope all the young people are listening and realise how many people and organisations do love them and care about their future. Yeah, and that, that is our responsibility to share that. Look, we've run out of time. It's been wonderful. I think yes. we could just talk all day. We could. <laughs> we could. And, and I hope we haven't missed anybody, but there's an amazing amount of people from the Rotary Club of Warunga, the SAN, um, the McCarroll Group. The PCYC. Yes, and the, all the sponsors who are on the Novus website. Yeah. Um, there's many, many more sponsors on there so people can check them out. Yeah. And on the Rotary Club of Warunga's Facebook page. And thank you to my uh, street work local advisory council to for bringing the tables you bought, Ray, Corinne, Brian and Joe Moffat, uh, thank you so much oh, for the yes. connections you Wonderful. made, for um, David Siter for bringing a table. I mean, they all yes, pulled together. Yes, Kuringai Council. All of the Kuringai Council, yes. the councillors that came. It was so cool Cheryl to see them out there. Cheryl was there and Jennifer, you know, the yeah. current mayor and the past mayor. So really, really, really good. Our community Alistair came together last there, night. Alistair yes, Alistair, that's yes. right. So, Look, no, it's really wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Janelle, for You're coming welcome. in this morning. Thank you, Lucy. Regardless of our night, our late night <laughs> last night, nice early one and the self-love today. Yes. Um, it was lovely to be able to come together and work as a team for the outcome that we had. And uh, what, what I feel that we can all learn and, and maybe something that I would love to bring to the Rotary Club of Warrangur is how we can look after each other and ourselves yes, yes. so that it becomes part of our self-care routine so we don't collapse afterwards in a heap. Um, I always think the rhythm of the sun is such a great reminder because, you know, if it burnt itself out or decided it wanted to, lie, to have a lion, we'd be in serious amount of yes. doo-doos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, before I get a whole load of comments, I know there is a rotation aspect. It is very unlikely that the sun will decide to stay asleep, but you never know. <laughs> the, Mystery. That's right. Next week is Mother's Day, so we will be having a fabulous Mother's Day show. Feel free to tell me what you would like on it. I may still be able to accommodate you. Tune in live to Triple H 100.1 FM at 8.30 or listen in later in the day via the Stay in the Loop with Lucy podcast, wherever you get them. Don't forget, I'm on iTunes podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher and TuneIn. So like, leave a message, share it. It's always very helpful to get this out and, uh, and get a bigger footprint. It's always pertinent to remind ourselves that whatever has or is happening in our lives, we are and always will be us, constantly learning, but underneath and in our essence, amazing. The key is to reconnect to that space and learn to build a relationship with our body that holds that essence so we can recognize when our body's trying to tell us something is not quite right and then seek support or accept support with the appropriate support service, be that mental or physical health. By listening 
and responding, we can build the tools to address what we do not yet feel equipped to manage. Because, of course, we most likely do have the skills, we just don't have the confidence to apply them. Look for support in the community. It is there. So time to open up and to that support and learn to trust again. That way we don't wait for life to come to us. We take ourselves to life and be the change we want to see. Till next week's show, be kind, be caring, be loved, be all of you. You've been listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM.